on this episode of Twisted and Misunderstood. On this episode, I'm talking with my friend, and I'm proud to call her my friend, Ashley Gonner. She is an amazing lady from America who helps children, does a lot of caring for young adults and teenagers that go through quite tough times. And she is a very spiritually based lady, but also, without a doubt, one of the kindest people I've had the good fortune to come across in life. So sit back, enjoy this particular Twisted and Misunderstood. If I can do it. Aha. Okay. Well, welcome to Twisted and Misunderstood. All you people that have asked me to bring Ashley Gonna back on the show. This is our second time talking. So without further ado, this is Ashley. Ashley Gonna. Welcome to Twisted and Misunderstood. Ah, oh, thank you, Dominic. It's so fun to be here and to have you ask me twice. I feel honored. <laughs> well, no, it's lovely because I think that there's so much we didn't cover in the first interview and you've got this wonderful achievement of a hundred podcasts <laughs> and that's just hit recently and I think you should be congratulated on the show the people that come on your show and, and the way that you talk to those people because you're bringing them into the awareness of other people that wouldn't normally know about those people so yes. uh, you do a wonderful job on that you know, how how did uncover your magic start how did you begin to do that particular show i in march when we were getting ready to go into quarantine i didn't know that we were okay uh, i was on a on a master class like someone was having my um a woman was having a class to teach you how to do a podcast and i it caught my attention and i thought huh that would be fun you know, I, I'm always sending my family and my friends podcast episodes to listen to. Yeah. Why don't I talk? Why don't I start one? So I signed up for the class, woke up the next morning, thought, what am I doing? My girls are my priority and I barely have enough time to fold the clothes <laughs> okay. while they're at school. Right. And I thought, and then Richard was thinking, oh, how are you going to do that? So two days later, they got called to quarantine. So they came home and I thought, that's why I signed up for that class. And that is why I am going to do this podcast. Right. So, so it I started from very small beginnings of just uh, an intent, your yep. girls, Presley and Paige, your yes. husband, Richard, yes. all sort of understood that there was a purpose. And it was almost like, what I think of it is, it's like a, a, an add-in to your personality. Because mm -hmm. podcasting suits your personality, because you, you always ask nice questions of people. You bring lots of people from all over the world onto Uncover Your Magic, and you let them talk about who they are, which is so yeah. rare. 
I don't get people <laughs> talking. You, know, you don't hear people on podcasts talking about who they are because the host doesn't let them. Right. So, so you let them. And I'm sure that there's a few people that you've got coming up that are very interesting people and a few people that are currently, you know, coming on to uncover your magic. You know, what, what can we expect over the coming weeks, Ashley, from you? You know, I have like seven in the queue right now. So that means <laughs> seven weeks of, um, you know, kind of, I always try to stay um, ahead of myself because I okay. know when I, you know, so I'm not panicking when, because I want to stay consistent because I haven't missed a week since that first episode went out in April of 2020, um, which makes the hundred episodes, right? And How do you do that? How do you and, not miss a week? That's incredible. But I keep, you know, I keep a backup, but I didn't know that until I got, you know, you think you get through, you know, there's what 3% of the people get to episode three. I mean, there's like so small of a percentage of podcasters that make it past the third episode. Right. And then the next one is um, episode 17 that even goes down lower. And right. I knew once I got to that, I thought, you know what? And then I got this momentum. And I started loving it. And then it starts, then you realize that I'm growing with each person that I have on. And it, I can see the, my growth from episode one, I did three uh, solos at the beginning. And then it just, I just started asking people just because I thought, who's going to ask, who's going to say yes to me? Who's coming on? I don't know. Can I uncover your magic? Cause I really didn't know. I just knew in my heart that you know, when you have that intent, like you said, yes. and you know, you have that vision and you have that, you're listening to that voice, that intuition that tells you that. Yes. And you yeah. say, yes. Cause I'm always saying everyone just say yes more to life. Say, don't <laughs> ever have those. What ifs? Cause what if I said, Oh man, two years ago, I could have done that podcast. I wouldn't have met you. I wouldn't be like, I didn't know how much I was going to love it, no. but I never would have known. And that, it's those what ifs in life that I think are so, you know, block you from the magic of life, right, it's, Dominic? It's a, well, no, I totally agree. Um, but the, the magic comes from the host, comes from you, and then it spreads out because people respond to how they are in that environment. If they feel comfortable, they will relax with you and they will talk and they will then talk about the things that they're passionate about. Mm -hmm. and, and that's what I think I like a lot. I like listening to people talk about passions, things yes. that they're passionate about. And you're certainly passionate about so much in your life. There's so many things that you're passionate about. And it's about time someone shared your magic on a podcast <laughs> like this about the things oh. that you're passionate about. And I think that your podcasting has brought you to the attention of a community but you would be in that community anyway. You would be there working behind the scenes, unseen, probably unsung, if it wasn't for social media or podcasting, because you'd do it anyway, because that's what you love. Yes, yeah, so, so right. So what's your passions, Ashley? Tell me what your, your main passion is. Well, my main passion is for sure being a mother. And I think when I look at my life and I'm 53 years old, I think your passions change, right? At this moment, my passion is my children. It's been that for 50, almost 16 years and my, and my family with Richard and, you know, my marriage, you know, that really comes first. Cool. And then 
if I could take the passions to the next level, it would be, of course, uncover your magic and podcasting and learning and growing and finding people that know things that I don't know that I want to learn from and take it to the next level. And then I go down that rabbit hole and find <laughs> all those people that I want to learn from. And, you know, when, when you have a passion to grow and learn, which is probably definitely uh, one of the top passions of mine. Um, it's just so fun because especially having a podcast, so you can find those people and share them with the world. Like with you, when I found you and I thought, oh, I want people to know how to like what Dominic, all of his, the auras, all the things that you love and are passionate about. I want to share that with people because I love to see people grow and get it and want to raise their, you know, every, you know, expand their, their knowledge of life and why we're here. But that, you know, passionate, another thing I'm passionate is about, you know, helping kids. I didn't, I, I've always um, raised my children with an intention and, you know, making sure that they knew, you know, all of the stuff we love to know and personal development and not get to 30 or 40 years old and, you know, fall on their knees at a seminar, like, oh my gosh, I've, my, I've wasted my life. And I've had all these limiting beliefs that have stopped me from, you know, doing all these beautiful things in life I could have done, but now I'm passionate about the children that are living this, their life right now, especially as teenagers getting ready to leave their home, leave, leave the nest from their parents onto doing whatever they're going to do. I want to teach them these tools that I'm so passionate about to, you know, the gratitude, the, the core values, their limiting beliefs, understanding all these little tools now in life at that age. So mm. when they're ready to leave, they have, you know, they're the, the, all this, all the choices that they make, it's so easy because they have their values. They know we've, I've taught them all these little things that I think are key and crucial for when so, they step out of that house, Dominic. Okay. So tell <laughs> me how you go about this, because this sounds amazing. Every child should know a person like yourself, Ashley, because they get so isolated. They can feel so alone. And what you do is remarkable with children. So come and tell us what you do to make them feel absolutely, totally infused with life and how they're empowered to go and live the best possible lives they can live. Yes. Well, I came up with a program. I call it Raising Confidence because I feel that all my eight weeks that I am with them, it all is a direct linked to confidence, which I think having confidence as a teenager, which I'm, I'm watch, I'm in that circle right now in my life because of my, my girls is so crucial. It's so important to have that confidence. And when you have my first week is learning a morning routine, you know, I'm, you know how I am with my morning. It's like, wake <laughs> up with a smile on your face before you get out of bed, tell, tell the world that you're going to have a great day. Understanding when you say the words that you think, and the thoughts that you, the words that you speak and the thoughts that you think teaching yeah. them that now to the power in that we do our affirmations. So they get, they can become empowered. Like, you know, at my girls and I have done affirmations in our car on the way to school since they could speak. And it's just a recording and it's, you know, we change it up, but we, it's just like, okay, you ready. And here we go. But yeah. I feel that, you know, when you think of gratitude, teaching goal setting, teaching them to dream big, you know, they can be, do, or have anything. That's the tagline in my website, but it's true. You can be, do, or have anything. There's no limits, but 
but to okay. teach these kids that. Okay, great interlude. Your website, Ashley, what is it? It's ashleygonner.com. Pretty basic. <laughs> Everything is that. <laughs> Instagram, <laughs> Facebook. It's so simple, isn't it? Ashleygonner.com. Yeah. So simple, so straightforward. But certainly well worth people coming and finding you so they can read about what people say about you, mm -hmm. hear about the work that you do, and also they can tune into those 100 podcasts that you've got there with all sorts of wonderful people coming on to talk about what they're passionate about. So not only do we get your passion with your children and helping children get through what I think is the most difficult time in life between, well, about 12 and 16, those sort of years are quite tough years, aren't they? Mm -hmm. We get that and we get the ability to reach out to you as well. But we also get everybody's philosophies because they come on and share them with you. And there's some great interviews on there that go back. Well, you could spend the rest of your life just listening to the interviews <laughs> you know, and, just, and just listening to them one after the other, because everybody that comes on has got something to share. Mm -hmm. And it certainly is magic when they yes. share it. But it's, it's, it's time to share what you bring to people within your understanding of who you are, because you don't reach the goals and, and the places where you've reached if you haven't gone through something yourself, because you, you right. go through life for a reason, don't you? You tend to go through different phases of life. But I think that a lot of the things that you're doing now with your daughters and Ashley and Paige are, you know, forgive me if I get their ages wrong, but I think they're 13 and 15. Yes, Paige is yeah. going to be 16 and Presley is um, 13. She just turned and that, 13. And, and I want to have it you know, said that they're great girls. They're just yes. wonderful girls. And, and you can see that. But I, I just what motivated you from your experiences to understand the things that you understand today? Well, I think it goes back to, you know, when you find, when I realized that I'm so passionate about helping being a mom, first of all, I wanted to be, you know, that was just no question in my mind. I thought, please, God, let me find, you know, marry somebody. And that I wanted that to be in my plan. Right. <laughs> okay. I just, that's just in me that I wanted to do that. But I think when I grew up, I, I was kind of the mom, you know, I didn't really have, you know, I think of, I really like looking at Paige and her, at my age, I was, you know, I was the leader. I had to get my two sisters and, you know, I was, I, and I didn't have the tools. I didn't know anything. So I didn't, I left the house and just kind of, you know, went to college because everyone else did. And I didn't know what I wanted to do. I thought, oh, maybe I'll be a, a newscaster. So I, you know, <laughs> oh, then I'll be a exercise physiology and, you know, a personal trainer. And, you know, it's just, it went from everything. I probably changed my major so many times. I didn't know what, I liked, I didn't have clarity of who I was or even how to do that. So I think that when I go back to, to that time in my life, in your, my childhood, I was missing that. So I want to, that's why where I find my passion, I think is now I, I want to make sure these kids have what I didn't have. Yeah. It makes sense. Doesn't it? It really makes sense to know that, but do you need to know your passions at a young age? Does it, it does it make a difference? I want it to become, I want it to, so how I do it is let's talk. What, what do you love? Like Paige loves makeup. She loves to look and find the natural makeup, right? 
So okay. I thought, what, what do you, what, what leads to that? What are different? Like, you know, you look at the, this circle and then there's little arrows that come out of that. I love makeup, <laughs> you know, it's, it yes. maybe nursing. She thought maybe I'd go into nursing and help, you know, maybe I'd be a dermatologist, but we start talking about that. And so it is not having a passion. I think it's, you know, you're, you're young and you're like a passion, but I, it's pointing out like, well, you love musical theater that that's your pat that's a passion because okay. you love it and teaching yeah. what a passion is when like the podcast is a passion of mine because i love it i it, there doesn't i can't wait i couldn't wait to come up here to be with you you know i just <laughs> it's not even a question i wouldn't even i would never cancel i would that, this would be my priority so when they understand passion as a priority that's it's just a it's a natural instinct to understand passion as like i want to do that it become it's fun yeah. I, it's I, in my blood, right? Yeah. It's in my aura. I, I, um, <laughs> well, I, I could talk about auras for you, but the, the understanding of a passion is so important mm -hmm. because a passion starts the conversation. Yes. Because if you want to get someone passionate about something or if you want to get someone to do something they don't want to do, just find their passion and then connect it in. You know, I was rubbish at reading when I was young. When I was four years old, I didn't want to read Jack and Jill or whatever you get in the States. You know, <laughs> yeah, I we get want... Jack and Jill. <laughs> yeah, you get Jack and Jill as well. We right? do. I, I couldn't care less about what hills they walked up. Right. I just <laughs> wasn't interested in Jack and Jill, but I was interested in UFOs. Huh. So I would go and buy UFO books and read them. So my reading came on because I had a passion in UFOs and yes. alien life. And I know it's a bit weird for a four-year-old, but I was interested. Now, right. I think that's what you do with children. I think you find their passions. You start the conversation with them and then yes. you allow them to explore where those passions lead. Yes. Yeah. I love it. Yes. And I can have a great, I have so many examples of, doing that. Now that you say that I love to pull, I can see it in them and I help them pull it out. Yes. Like if they, one of the girls didn't, she loved art and she didn't, wasn't into sports and, it, or, you know, just kind of felt out of the loop of her friends. Cause they were all play soccer and she didn't have that interest, but she had an interest in art. So by the time we finished our, our eight week class together, she created a business with stickers and t-shirts that she drew and put found a website and she started selling these amazing art pieces that she created on a on a website and she was in eighth grade and I said and it just empowered her to see and she loved it but we didn't know where it was going but it's like those little bait those breadcrumbs that we talk about you know like sure, or, sure. you know follow the yellow brick road and yeah you know and you know you love art where is it going to go and eighth grade is what what year what, how Eighth old? grade there, um, Presley's in seventh grade. She's 13, so it would be 14. 14. It's just so the English listeners can understand because I haven't got a clue about grades and what oh, ages right. or whatever. But that's a great passion to give this child in that particular time in her life because she's found something she can look at, she can explore, and it can take her into multi-directions in her right. life because the hardest thing as a child is to find a direction yes how, you mean how many of us bounce around mm -hmm. yeah how many jobs did you have between the ages oh of 18 gosh. to 27 come on how many oh my gosh Dominic there were some years that I would sit on the floor with my sister and we must have had 
like 10 or 15 W-2 forms. <laughs> that's like, that's how many jobs we had during the year Yeah. to do our taxes. Like, it right. was, oh, I had, oh, I, geez, I could never count how many jobs I had. No, oh. be, because you were bouncing from one place to the yes. next place. And it's like you're in transit, isn't it? You're, mm -hmm. you're waiting to discover what you really connect to. But because nothing is introduced to you, you keep going and keep yeah. going and keep going and you keep bouncing around. And some people keep bouncing. Yeah, they, never, they do. They, they never stop, do they? <laughs> no. They I, I call, yeah, I call it the drifters. Like I was a drifter. And I just, I look back and think, you know, you know, we talked about it the, in my, in our episode before, like, would I go back and change anything? Of course not. I, you know, it is perfect. And it led me to here. And this is why I'm who I am. But if I can help kids figure out, you know, to dial in on what they love and to find that passion and really, you know, understand that, yeah, passions are going to change. And there's going to be that one link. I always feel like that one little thing that's going to continue on because that's who you are. That's your soul. That's yeah. your purpose inside. But yes. when you can start to do that early and create that muscle to where you won't have to be a drifter, you're going to be so clear and have this clarity because you know how to have intention in the morning and you know how to, you know, listen to your intuition and take those, say yes more, you know, see those, take those steps, right? Sure. Self-discipline is a really strong factor, isn't it? Yes. I think that if we have strong discipline, you're disciplined to be somewhere on time, disciplined mm -hmm. to complete that piece of work, disciplined to do that job until we finish that job. That is something that children have to actually learn to do. And yes. if you've got a passion for that job or if you enjoy doing that job, that will come natural. But mm -hmm. it's the discipline of putting it in that way that will really help later on in their lives when they start going into the the more organized work, the more right. central work that they get involved with, even, you know, and I think it's a top job for anyone is having a family mm -hmm. because you need to have that self-discipline to be able to order your life in a way that it works for you because so many people follow other people's order and it never right. works. Right. I mean, your words, if I spoke like you, Ashley, your words wouldn't be anything like mine. And they'd be <laughs> saying, what is Dominic speaking like Ashley for? <laughs> it's, you know, we have to find our own levels, don't we, where we want to be ourselves. And yes. that's what you bring to children. You bring them the opportunity to find their own levels. Yes. And I yeah. love it. I mean, I'm not, tell I can't tell you these kids when they, and the ones that come to me are so, uh, hungry and there's like sponges and they want it to know all these little tools and tricks and, you know, ways of being, because they know that whatever they're doing right now is probably not working and please help me. So I can figure this out. I think, you know, the social media has played a big part of that. I, you know, I was telling uh page the other day, I said, gosh, you know, I, we were talking about she's on crew team, which has helped discipline by the way, that's a yes. great, discipline yeah. that she's learned. That's a tool that she's going to take for the rest of her life. And to know that she found that and she took that breadcrumb, not yes. knowing anything about what she didn't even know what crew or rowing was when I took her to class or to the, well, to the practice. <laughs> well, I wouldn't know what crew was until you told me, you yeah, know, yeah. but she tried it, you know, yeah. and now look, she wants to go to the Olympics. Who would have thought here she was this musical <laughs> theater uh, pageant queen, you know, girl that never really worked out. Now she's working out six days a week because 
She's passionate about it. So we talk about that's your passion. Do you, you don't ever want to miss practice. You no. want to beat the people for that seat. You are yeah. on a mission. She has a workout trainer in the morning, twice a week in the garage. She gets up at five in the morning. You know, it's like she is passionate about her rowing team. Yeah. And that's an amazing thing to find yes. at that age because that gives her a goal. Yes. And she learns oh that if she puts those the effort in, she can reach those goals. Nothing is unobtainable. Right. It's just we can she can do it. She's just got to be dedicated to doing it. Yes. And she clearly is. She'll be she'll make a really top athlete and yes. she will really develop into somebody that has a passion, not just a want to do it, but a real passion for doing it. Yes. And you give me the people as they grow up that are passionate. You, you can spot them a mile off. Oh, my gosh. Can you ever? It's so it's such a I can spot those people. I can sit there and, you know, I I, I was talking about social media and then I went on a different track. But, you know, I think of how Paige is so busy and uh, with her crew and these kids are home. The drifters that aren't haven't figured out their passions yet are so engulfed in social media uh, that it's taking them nowhere. And nowhere fast. And when we talk about their, you know, we come up with ideas and, you know, they have homework every week to, and fun home. It's not homework, but you know, it's like, let's find things that you love. Let's, or, you know, we make a vision board and they've never done that. I've done that with my girls since they could cut with scissors, you know, like let's just have, let's find things that we love, even words that we want to start speaking about ourselves of, you know, all those little things are such empowering tools that sometimes parents don't have the the knowing or they get busy and they're you know you get into this routine and you know okay. it just goes your days go by and then they're so, gone so share vision boards just briefly with people because we know about vision boards and we've come across them but what are vision boards and, and how do they work what do they give you know youngsters yes we so you uh cut out different things. If you want to go to a college, like one of my clients, one of my students, she wanted to go to USC. And so she put a, she put a picture of USC on there. And I said, she was a lacrosse player. And so she's like, I want to play lacrosse at USC. I said, okay, let's put lacrosse on there with a girl with a USC uniform, you know, create that. So you see that every day. And I said, do you want a scholarship at USC for lacrosse? And she goes, really? I go, of course, let's put a, let's put scholarship for lacrosse at USC on the, on your board that lit her up so much that she got so excited to think that's an absolute possibility in her life, which it is. Yeah. Yeah. But when you have a vision board and you're doing these, you're, you're creating this vision that you can look at every day. And I always say, put it in your bathroom when you're brushing your teeth or, you know, somewhere where you go every day, right. Okay. Look at it. And the girls you know, have had theirs in their bathrooms every morning, every year. We do it once every January, sometimes okay. twice. And, or we just keep adding all year okay. and they put their, like, they want to win, you know, Paige puts the Olympics on there. She puts the seat of the boat she wants to be on. They want to <laughs> win a pageant. So they put crowns and, you know, the name of the pageant on there. And, um, you know, one of the, one of the girls wanted to decorate her bedroom. So she's went into one of the you know, catalogs and cut out cute bedrooms that she wanted to create. Yeah. Okay. Um, Yeah. Just, you know, there's things that 
it's in your, you know, your, it's a vision, you know, you're, you're implanting a picture in your mind and your mind doesn't know if it's true or not, because it's, okay. it's just a picture and that mind's going to start believing it. And then your mind's going to start looking for it, like the reticular activating system, right, right. Dominic? Okay, no, I get that. So, I mean, this this sounds brilliant. It sounds like um, visualization, empowerment, all in pictures that you you know repeatedly look at every day to remind you of what your your goals are, your passions are. You right. mean, do you know it does make up one question though, actually, that I you know, I have to ask you: Do you have a vision board? I do. Okay. I have one, and it's on my bathroom counter. It right, says 2022 okay. on the top with my name. Right. Okay. And and what's on the vision board? Can we uh, go there? Let's see. Let's see. Yeah. Um, a lot of words. Uh, make the change. There's a lot of. Uh, I want to. My. I'm, there's a lot of workout people on there because I want to be stronger. Because I love my exercise. Yeah. Um. There's. There's. What else is there? Uh, retreats like the places that look like I want to do some kind of thing at retreats you know I want to start pro programs so I have pictures of you know things that look like we're outside with you know kids and yeah you know I'm helping kids there's like little pictures it's probably not what that picture is but it means that to me so yes. I see that yeah. okay um, I see a picture of a tv I want to start promoting my programs on the news so I have that on yeah. there okay um yeah just, so I, I think I just, just want to help people. Yeah, no, it's it's really cool because it allows us to get a little insight into your world because mm -hmm. your world touches so many other people's worlds because you have the ability to look at what you want visually. Yes. And that's so important. And I think that people would understand that if they can visualize something, then they can become what they visualize. A hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. And it's one of those things, isn't it? It's that affirmation that it starts with an affirmation. I was told when I was 14 by a guy that I went to see for a tarot reading. I was always interested in this stuff. Oh, actually. wow. Yeah. You were. Yeah. No, he, he, he didn't blow my mind with a tarot reading. In fact, I probably was a bit critical of the tarot reading. But at the <laughs> end, he said, I'll teach you something now, young man in a very sort of demure way right. that if you can learn an affirmation that says I love and approve of myself then you'll never have any problems in life whatsoever because huh. if you can love and approve of yourself then you don't mind how other people see you yes I was 14 wow I said thank you very much for that piece of information walked out forgot it right <laughs> yeah right <laughs> yeah I did yeah it went was... right over your head yeah, right over. Yeah, I thought he was some old bloke who didn't know what he was talking about. I got reintroduced <laughs> to that in my 40s. Hmm. And I wished I'd remembered it from my teenage years. Yes. Because it would be, and that's what I think is so important, that if we're going to get messages out to people in their younger years, we have to be able to do it in such a way that they remember it, not have to relearn it. Yes. Yeah, I had to relearn that stuff because right. of my circumstance and what I was doing and my personality. The thing about people is we want to get them to learn it young so yes. they can actually have it in their lives all the way through their lives. And I look at that as spirituality. 
Mm -hmm. I don't know if you see it the same way, but if we have this oneness about we are the same as everyone, you know, Mm -hmm. we are equal to every other person. We all are the same energy. We all have the same structures. We all have the same abilities. No one's better. No one's worse. We're all the same. That is a huge lesson to learn, isn't it? Yes. Because we had that lesson this morning in the car, actually. Tell me, tell me about that, because I'm going to ask (laughs) you about your spirituality. So tell me about this lesson. We, well, we we were talking and I said, girls, you know, we're all one. And I always say, I think, you know, we do our prayer. And I said, um, you know, we're all together. We've always been together. Isn't it amazing? I said, and Paige, you know, they grew up in a Christian school. So, and which I wanted to them to learn, you know, the Bible and all that. So they had that in their background, but, you know, there's a lot of things in that, that, you know, I, they're like, mom, that's not what we learned. Um, but, <laughs> okay. you know, but we, you know, we talk about all the things that you and I talk about, you know, that we are all one and, you know, we've known each other for lifetimes and, you know, in their mind, they're like, no, mom, we're just going to go to heaven. That's what school teaches. And I said, oh, honey, you're going to, why would we want to come back here? I said, because you want to teach and you want to learn more and you want to grow and you just, you don't know that. And so our talks now with my growth from just even, you know, two years ago down at yes. the number one podcast. Yes. Yeah. Like they're like looking at me like what mom we're, we used to say we're grateful for these. Now we're talking about these lives and the energy and our all yeah. one. And we're just yeah. keep, I just keep adding to them. They're ready yeah. for it. You know, yeah. a lot of kids aren't because we need to start from raising confidence 1.0. I know. I think that the great thing to say to your girls, right, and it may flaw them a little bit, would be that everything in this universe is unique. Okay. Everything. There's no one place the same as another place. Right. So why would heaven mimic earth? Oh, right. Why would it? What would be the purpose? Why have something repeat itself twice? Right. It wouldn't it wouldn't make sense, would it? No. Because every experience we go through as a as a soul mm-hmm. is about being able to understand something different from that experience. So right. why would we go to heaven and repeat the same conditions as we live this life in? Right. Exactly. Doesn't doesn't make sense, that. does it? No. So so it's it's one of the things that I often say to people, they say to me, is there a spirit world? I say, no, there isn't a spirit world. The world is individually maintained for you because it's unique as your experience. And when your soul passes into other dimensions and has other lives on other planets and comes back and has lives on this planet, it will be all because they are every experience is unique. Yes. And it's a way of you building a knowledge of the actual part that you play. And when it comes down to what that knowledge leads to, it leads to the fact that we are all one. Right. That's it. It's not complicated. No, it's not. It's, it's very it's not, simple. It's not difficult. No. But, but we are all one. And if you're having those conversations with your daughters now, yes. think what they're going to be thinking. Because they're going to be given, I don't know what the educational way is in America, but I know in our country we have assembly and we have to sing hymns and talk about religious passages from the Bible and all that sort of stuff. And yeah, okay, fine. But 
I, I heard something said to me, and, and this made so much sense. And the man that said it to me is a well-known British comedian who I won't quote, right? But he actually said, he said, if you burnt all the science books and all the religious books, the science books would be, would be rewritten. They could be written again because they're following the breadcrumbs. They're following the knowledge. Right. But the religious books are all tales. They're all stories. Right. You're not going to rewrite those again because they're gone. Right. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So what, what's going to be what's going to be in their place? New tales, different stories, different analogies to life, different Samaritans, different versions of the, the texts that we read. Or are we going to read the same text? Well, no, we're not, are we? Right, no. Because we can't make up a story twice. Right. It's like going to the movies, right? You can only watch the movie one time at that exact experience. You can't yeah, go it's, it's do exactly it again. Right. It's a different experience. Yeah. And, and that's why if you look at science and you look at the, the way that science plays a part in our life, that's uncovered more about the way that we are than anything else because now we know that the world wouldn't have been built in seven days or six days and then rested because that's not you know that's just not happening is it it's more scientific planets formed through rocks and gravity and that we expand and life grows organically it grows and evolves and it can change and alter but the chances are we're in a universe with millions of other life forms Mm -hmm. Yeah, millions like us, but maybe different, you know, green hair and, you know, tentacles and, you know, whatever. But we're (laughs) in a universe full of different life forms. It's packed. It could be absolutely jam-packed full. And that's why it's such a miracle that we all have a unique experience. Yes. It's a very, it's a miracle. Yeah. So the unique experience is the why we're here because everything contributes to that unique experience. And I just think that we have to appreciate and really enjoy, you know, you know how much about having fun and having enjoyment Mm -hmm. that has to be where we evolve to, because if you don't do that, why do it? Yeah, no, if you're not going to have fun and enjoy it, why? why? (laughs) Exactly. So, so you think of all those things that go on, and the complex nature and that the universe is quite simplistic it's very easy to figure out what it is why complicate it with loads of stories right it just doesn't make sense does it no it doesn't i love that that's a great way to look at that yeah so so that gives you a real insight into understanding people understanding our purpose and understanding Mm -hmm. the intent that we have because if we follow our intent, we get it right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Your guidance, my guidance is not the same as somebody else's. And right. what we what we see is only got as much as we know. Others yes. know more than us. Yeah, they're right. going to, aren't they? Well, they're going to have a different perspective on things. And that's right. where it's important. So that's what I think that children need to understand is the power is with them. And again, actually, you might find this quite funny. I was um, talking to somebody. They said to me, oh, gosh, that man, he's so intelligent. Mm -hmm. And that lady is so, so simple. 
I said, well, it takes everyone's level to make the world go round. That's what it does. And age is not an indication of intelligence. So, you know, I've come across some really, really intelligent 14, 15, 16, 17, 18 year olds. Mm -hmm. And I come across some dumb 80 year olds. Right. So age, no. age, yes. age has no relevance no. to our intelligence. No. It's our consciousness, isn't it? Yes, 100%. Yeah, yeah, that's a great way, though, to make people realize that. It's, it just brings it about that. I want to ask you about one thing that is really sort of crossed my mind when I was sort of looking at and thinking about what we're going to ask Ashley today. What, what questions, <laughs> what deviously questions. But what do you know about parent tapes and parent tapes that you, you know, words that your parents have told you that have stuck with you throughout the years? Oh, you mean parent tapes, like things that are going on in my mind? Parent yeah, I mean, like your mum would have had a phrase. You know I mean, oh. my my father had a phrase, right? He used to say, um, um, oh, you don't want me to come in there and sort it out for you. Oh, and, funny. and we know that as soon as he said that, he was too idle to get out of his chair and come and sort us out. But it was almost <laughs> like, stop, or I'm going to come and sort you out. So I always remember that as a, as a parent tape. You know, do you have any parent tapes in your mind that your mom or your father used to say to you? Gosh, you know, maybe my dad would say money doesn't grow on trees, those kind of things. Or, um, you know, I, you know, I think I look back at my childhood, <laughs> you know, you just, it was such a unique, th there's three girls and my mom and dad got married twice and divorced twice together. So we were like, it was kind of a, a different experience, Dominic. Um, I didn't really, you know, I kind of ran, I don't, I look at us, my sisters and I think we really did good. We came out of that, childhood, <laughs> those limiting beliefs, we figured out how to not have them. But I, you know, as far as tapes go, I think, um, gosh, I don't, I mean, I know what you mean. Like those little sayings that they used to say, I don't, yeah, yeah I don't remember that. Yeah, I, I prevent myself from having those tapes. I cut yes, them out. I, yes, with yeah. your kids, Be you mean? Yeah, because I, I don't want that sort of negative influction into my life. And no. I think, why have that? You know, it's just right. something that as a child, I don't know what you see it as, but as a child, you think your family is the only family like it is. <laughs> I don't know what right. it was, but I used to think my family was quite normal. Right. And they weren't. They were quite abnormal. Right. But, but you've got nothing to compare it to, have you? Exactly. No. Nothing at all. And it is a little bit when you look at your growing up years, you can see that you are not responsible. And when I mean that, I used to feel guilty about anything from the age of seven upwards because mm -hmm. the guilt was in past in us by my mother. She was very right. good at making us feel guilty for not doing stuff and it sort of knocks on into your life until you realize that that's the psychology behind bad parenting and, and you right. sort of see it and you think oh no I want to stop that I don't want to use right. guilt as a as a weapon so you actually start to see the psychology behind your parents because of their lack of parenting skills mm -hmm. you know I went to do my degree in psychology because I was so wanting to know why things were like they were Huh, so yeah. so so the curiosity of being able to know things because of your own experiences tend mm -hmm. to lead you to new things, don't they? 
Yes. So, so what experiences do you think you went through as a child that have led you to now, where you are right this moment? Well, I just didn't, it was kind of chaos and there was no structure. There was love. Right. Uh, but I didn't, we didn't, it wasn't a, there was no, no guarantees, I guess, is the, as a good word. And now I have structure. I mean, yes. it's, it's a completely different. I mean, my, the way I raise my girls, oh my goodness. And I always say to them, you know, do you realize, you know, do you look, you only get one childhood and when now, <laughs> like when we are at 13 and 15 and it's almost at the end of the childhood, you know, and do you think I look back and I think, you know, what did I say? Did I have those, um, phone, those tapes to them? No, I don't know. Cause I was aware. Yes. I don't like that either. Uh, was I aware for them to, you know, you know, all the little things that go through my mind through the, you know, parenting on in, with intention and so many parents aren't intentional. And when I see children treat my children in a certain way, and I'll say to them, isn't that interesting? That's all they know. Yes. You know? And so, you know, it comes from that. This happened last night. I just had two moms reach out and say, thank you so much for helping my daughter see this bully situation differently. And I thought, wow, you know, and then Presley said in the car, thanks mom for talking to my friends. And I thought, wow. you know, sometimes you're either the bad guy for talking to them or you never mm -hmm. know if you're going to win or lose. But I, um, you know, I'm telling these kids, like the, the girls that are mean don't know any different. And that's what their parents, you know, it, the apple doesn't fall far from the tree. Okay. You know that well saying? Oh, <laughs> I've got a tree right next to me. I, it's, <laughs> it's exactly that. And, and it's what I, I love about you as a person is that you remember those experiences. You relate to those experiences. You know what it's like to be that young 13, 14 year old child that has nobody to put their arm around your shoulder and say, look, this is what boys are. Right. This is what happens in these sort of situations. And that's why you can connect because mm -hmm. you still have that child. You still have that memory of who you are because yes. you were that person at some point. I was, and, you're right. I and, love that's, that. and that's what relates to people because you're not doing it because you want to interfere. You're not doing it because you want attention. You're not doing it no. because you, no, you're not doing it for any reason apart from you want that child to want to know exactly what's going on. Yes. You don't want the confusion. Right. But what you do is you put it into words for them. Mm -hmm. And that's what parents fail. People, mm -hmm. adults fail to put these situations into words. Right. Yet they've all experienced it. Just that the majority of them forget it. Right. And I think as a me, as a being a parent and looking around and seeing how these kids and talking to the, their friends, you know, when they come over, or they're in the car with me and understanding, gosh, you know, a lot of parents don't know how to put that together. No. They don't know how to you like I look back and yeah, you're right. That what that is still in me. Yeah. As a, you know, 13 year old, that's still Ashley. Yeah. And I have that in me. I, I mean, I never, our talks in the car, Dominic, with, I mean, <laughs> we talk about now we talk about boys. Um, you know, I never had that. I never had no. any of that. 
I never knew, even knew what to talk about. It was like, I just try to figure it out on my own. I never had someone there to teach me that. And I, that is, that is true. That is so true. It was, yeah, it was a secret world that you were locked into. That was just your world. And, and this is why you're special because you remember that world. Uh That's what's so unique about you as a person. You remember those feelings. You still have those emotions from that time. And that's why you can relate because you're on that level at that moment. You can switch the levels. You can move up or down or come across. It makes you a great interviewer. It makes Mm. you a fantastic mom, but it also makes you a very compassionate person because you. you can come up or down. And I don't think anyone has the same level as anybody else. I've right. been able to find, you know, I call it frequency now because that's how I relate to it. I think everyone has their own frequencies and thoughts yes. and, and all that. But if you can pick up and, and modify your frequency to that person's frequency, it's an amazing gift. And it's something yeah. that is so rare. You mm-hmm. don't see it. If you look around, just look around at the school gate. Look at the mums or the dads or whoever picking up children. Think how many of them would actually remember what it was like to be a child. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Gosh, you, I love that. I never <laughs> thought of it that way, Dominic. That is oh. so good. Be- I love that. And I, it is like, you know, I think of the minutes before I push record on a podcast and I'm getting ready for this person. Like when yes. I met you, I can still remember. <laughs> and I just, I have this like, okay, I, I can, it's like, I I'm pulling into your, into your soul i'm i'm looking and i'm feeling it yeah i really do i feel into that like your consciousness i yeah. feel it and i want that other person to know i'm feeling it so yes. I, well, I don't know what's going on but i i i want that the veil to to drop and yeah. i want them to know that i just want to know more about you and it yeah. just because i want that shift to come instead of who's this blonde lady you know on the other who's this uncover cool. your magic lady i yeah. want it to be like gosh i I've learned, I've learned so much from you. I can't wait to learn more. And, you know, I know I knew yesterday I knew his birthday, you know, it's just like, I listen and I, I, I am, I pull into that consciousness. I yes. love that. Yeah. You go, what you do is you go deep into the person so you can relate to them on their frequency. So when they come and talk to you, you're already there with them. You already right. know a little bit about them. You surprise them, take them off guards from time to time. But what you do is you get the authentic self. And that's what we do when we go into people. We find their authentic self, their real worries, not right. the disguised things that they want to throw at you and try to throw you off scent because they don't want you getting too close, but the right. real worries, the real, real problems behind or the real passions behind. And that's what I think Uncover Your Magic does. On the podcast level, I think it brings these people who have got well-rehearsed, well-trodden views on everything that they come across, and you just give them a little bit extra to think about. So Hmm. they're not quite going to be able to talk about the same stuff all the time. And it allows them to be able to grow themselves. Because so many people, they reach this level, they think, oh, I know everything now. They might not say it to you, but they come across that way. Mm-hmm. And I'm telling you, you know, anyone that's listening to this now, you've got so much to learn. I don't care how old or how much you. Oh know. my gosh! Right? Yeah. I mean, there's there's more out there than what you know, and you're probably gonna 
even forget where you were today and what your knowledge was today in 10 years time. So right. the interesting part about it is what do we replace our thoughts and our worries with when they start to change and how do we adapt to those changes? And mm-hmm. that's what we can get out of people when you go in with them, like you right. do, you go in with them. So yeah, that's, I love that. Thank you for that analogy. Well, uh, I've listened to a lot of your shows now, Ashley. <laughs> and if anyone <laughs> wants to go and find Ashley, Ashley is uh, ashleygonner.com. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, see, I always remember that now. And it's very easy to find Ashley because she's got a huge website with lots of things on, but there's a lot of diversity amongst the people on your podcasts. And mm-hmm. there's a lot of diversity in you as a person. You're not just a one person you you you've got five or six really strong personalities in that website and that's what makes you unique because you can do what other people can't do is that you can relate to people i love that dominic thank you for that well you're welcome so so tell me what's coming up for ashley what what's coming up in the next few months um what we what can we look out for you mean what's going to come into fruition from my vision board? <laughs> well, if you know that already, you know. Let's have the visions. Let's have visions. Oh, gosh. You know, I, I'm right now, I've my podcast has the in three months the amount of listeners as it did last year. So it's, wow. it's like gone. Yes gangbusters. I'm so pleased to hear that. That's amazing. Yes. So that's exciting. And I see that, you know, it's like, I love my courses that I teach and I'm getting ready to start one on my next one on, uh, the magic path for parents and the raising confidence for kids on Monday. And I get so excited. That and sounds I keep, like, yeah, really I good. Keep, I keep adding. So it's, you know, point there's, it's the first one, the, the, the general beginning and then we've added 2.0 3.0 so i keep adding layers to the people that want to keep continuing on so i see that growing i see you know doing classes with you online and helping you know like bringing your magic to people um you know having once a month uh, someone from my podcast as a free like we did with the aura yes you know bringing more life to those people so people can ask questions yes um that's kind of stuff. You know, when I think of, I would love to write a book, that's going to be something that I create. And maybe it's going to be a workbook at first about parenting and raising confidence. Maybe that's kind of going through my mind. Okay. I'm putting I'm in, that's into my mind. It's not on paper, but I do have it in my mind when I'm. Yeah. Well, that's the my, first place, you know, having written yes. a few myself, once it's in your mind, it will, it will escape. You can't <laughs> stop it. You know, it's there and, uh, it'll, and, and it'll grow in your mind until mm-hmm. you write it and you'll be amazed yeah. how fast you'll write it. Right. I know. I just have to get that. Yeah. Just um, yeah. So, you know, I love to just, you know, help these kids. I, you know, I think the longer we get through, you know, once my j- children are gone, like you always help me with that. Like there's going to be something more for you. <laughs> you will still be needed. Um, <laughs> I think that always. I can see in that, in that transition of my life, I can see going like, cause I'll have more time. Cause right now it's very limited, but I love it. Um, I'll have more time to do focus on things. So I can, you know, it's kind of fun to dream there too. Cause I think 
knowing you and having those talks with you, because I, I used to get so stuck into, I don't want this to end. Oh, I just don't want this, these girls to grow up. I just don't want this. This is just a dream oh, of mine. You know, I okay. love them so much. I never want them to leave. Yeah. And I think you've really helped me understand that, you know, it's all part of the process, embrace it and know that when that time comes, something better is going to be there for me. Exactly. Yeah. It's just an evolution. You evolve right. through the different stages and yeah, of course we don't want nice things to end, but when nice things end and other nice things take their place, it's right. like a hall. It's like a hall of mirrors. It's mm -hmm. like you can see the mirror going back and reflecting all the way back, but you're always starting something new at the base mirror. Right. So you, you can yeah. always begin something. And it's when you run out of ideas, that's when you have a problem. Um, I was talking to a lady the other day and she said, um, how are you with people? She says, um, I hope you and your wife can talk. I said, well, yeah, we can as it happens. She goes, brilliant. She said, because when everything else changes if you can't talk to your partner you've got nothing so right. it's being able to communicate with the people that are closest to you that matters the most and right. it's amazing we don't really discover those little gems of knowledge until we're in our our 50s and in our 60s and then probably our 70s that we, we discover the real purpose behind the change and adapting to that change mm -hmm. and it's about adapting to a change and you discover if you look back you've been adapting all your life Right, exactly. In fact, that went through my mind today, because I was thinking about you and how you, you know, really talked to me about that. I go, gosh, Ashley, you were alone, you know, for 36 years, like, yes, and you were fine. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Well, that's a really good base ground, isn't it to have because yes. you, you don't always come across the people that relate to you. I right. think that you can go through big chunks of your life where people are there but they don't really relate to who you are or what you're about. Mm -hmm. And when you discover people that do relate to you, it's like a revelation. It's like, oh, wow, that person gets me <laughs> or that person really does feel you know, good around me and I feel good around them. And it's, it's like a real surprise, isn't it? Because uh -huh. you don't expect it. It's mm -hmm. just something you expect to happen. But I think that's what growing old does for us. It mm -hmm. allows us to get the perspective on the things like relationships, like adult understanding about being able to connect to people and have time for people. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's nice technique, isn't it, to learn to pause? Yes, it is a and, nice and, technique. And just listen. You don't need to be talking, as right. I get told a lot. But the <laughs> but, the, but the, the whole idea of who we are is who we are becoming. And it's mm -hmm. that un gradual unwrapping of who we are. And I'm sure that we keep unwrapping who we are and amazing ourselves and people around us for years and years and years, because mm -hmm. every door, every window that we go through has a different experience behind it. Right. And, and it's like that. It's like a, and it doesn't end. No, it's a huge advent calendar that we just yes. keep opening oh, I for, love forever, it. Yes. forever yes. and ever. And, and, yes. and I, I don't think, you know, I look at, um, people in my life that are older and, uh, you know, kind of like, well, it's, I, you know, I'm in my whatever ages and, you know, I'm just going to, and I think, gosh, that's their journey. Obviously, you know, no yeah. judgment, but no. when I think of that and I think, gosh, when I'm that age, gosh, what am I going to do? I, there's too much to be too, too many advent doors to open in my life. 
<laughs> well, that's what it is, isn't it? But remember, when you were 15, somebody who was 30 was ancient. Right. Yeah, I, I can remember looking at the girls that were 22 when I was 15, thinking, God, they're so old and so mature <laughs> and so, oh. And then when you get to 22, you, you, you never quite get there, do you? You're always quite just out of that little reach. And then by the time you get to a point where age doesn't really matter because you're all on equal footing, you don't have those thoughts anymore no. because it's all there. It's only there when you want to be something else. You know, I, I noticed this the other day. I was um, first of all, I came across a little boy who said to me, oh, Dom, hi, I'm four and a half, you know. And I thought, oh, oh we're only a half and we're four, aren't we? So we're, we're four and a half. And then I met an old lady. She said to me, do you know, I'm 86 and three quarters. <laughs> and I thought you've gone back to your childhood oh, you want to cute. tell me how old you've reached but you don't want to just tell me you've reached 86 you want to tell me you've reached 86 and three quarters right so isn't it funny so we revert back to being a half three quarters when we're young <laughs> and then when we get older we go back to being that age plus a bit right and, oh, again, cute. it's funny isn't it Someone once said to me, so if you want to flatter somebody, you can tell them one of three things. You can tell them they look 10 years younger. Mm -hmm. Right. You can tell them that they're a wonderful driver. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Or you can tell them that you love everything about them. And he said, if you want to flatter someone, that's all you need to do. Hmm. But she, he said that everybody likes to be told they don't look their age. Yeah, and it's, right. it's incredible, isn't it? You think of all the, I, I look at them as Barnum statements. There's hundreds of Barnum statements. Thomas Barnum was the guy that actually said there's one born every minute, but he was the one that said that there's a statement for everything. And a Barnum wow. statement is a statement that fits somebody. So okay. if, you're, if you're reading someone's tarot or their horoscope or whatever, you can say a statement that fits anyone and it fits them. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. And um, yeah, I mean, I've sort of specialized in teaching people how to actually spot the Barnum statements. There's oh. certain things that apply to everyone. And those, once you actually spot them, it takes all the joy out of reading your horoscope because mm -hmm. they apply to everyone. Yeah, and you right. can imagine it. Everyone likes reading the horoscopes, it makes you feel good. So, what's the right. harm? But they're full of statements that are you know that appeal to everyone so right. you've got to That's get funny. past the statements that appeal to everyone you know, in right. order to enjoy life and don't get fooled by them because mm -hmm. if you don't understand what the barnum statements are the first thing you need to do when you finish this broadcast or <laughs> anyone listening is to go and look up thomas barnum and find yeah. out how he used to see the psychology of people because it's so interesting huh. so fascinating yeah i've never heard of that you Never. Me, you, my vocabulary has gone up since I've known it. <laughs> well, it's it's just things that I'm so interested in because I like the psychology of people and yes. understanding how they work. And one of my workshops, just very briefly, actually, I used to go and do a workshop and I used to teach people perception. And the first thing I would do is I would give everyone their own personalized reading. Okay. I get, yeah, so I, yeah, night before I type out all these lines and everything, write the person's name on it and give it to them personally and say, this is your reading. I want you to go over there and sit and read it. And, you know, I used to do it for everyone. And then I used to wow. say, before I started, I used to say, how many people can relate to their reading? And the hands used to shoot up. And, you know, I used to get probably about, you know, 
15 out of 16 all agreed that it was really close okay. for them. And right. then I used to get one person to stand up and read the, the reading, their reading. I said, anyone volunteer to read their reading? And, of course, they would read it, and it would be the same. Oh, They'd funny. all have the same reading, <laughs> right? But the oh, reading was, was full of Barnum statements. Okay, yeah. Yeah. I love that. I learned something new from you today. Again. Yeah, yeah, but that's that's all where that that is. So, Ashley, we're coming to the close, right? This okay. has been, been a great. You know, I mean, we could talk all day, couldn't we? And all night, and probably <laughs> and probably for the rest of the year. It's it's been it's we been could. a great great conversation. I hope the the listeners have really enjoyed it. Before we go, just tell me where people can get in touch with you. My website ashleygonner.com or my email is ashleygonner at gmail.com. Okay. Or, you know, Instagram or Facebook, all Ashley okay. Honor. So you're on all those forums and also your podcast. Yes. Uncover your magic. Right. Episode 101 goes, uh, 102 goes out next week. Yeah. So if you want to have a really informative podcast to listen to, apart from the twisted and misunderstood, of one, course, go and find Ashley on Uncover Your Magic because there's over 102 people talking about what they believe in Mm -hmm. now where else could you get that amount of knowledge in one place right yeah it's been so fun finding those people too it's oh i love it yeah you've done sharing yeah you know all the hard work haven't you yeah nobody has to do any other hard work they just go and listen and there's hundreds of hours of listening in that one place so you could go on a vacation and lay on the beach and listen to uncover your magic for over two weeks probably a week go on a vacation for the rest of your life couldn't you and just listen to it you know you wouldn't have to come home you just lay on the beach somewhere and listen to ashley yeah so so well look it's been an absolute pleasure for me it's been lovely to have you back here it's been lovely talking to you is there anything you want to get across before we say goodbye anything you want to say anything you want to own up to anything you want to admit before we go (laughs) my my curveball question my dominic oh dominic you know i there's, you know, I think of whatever's coming to my mind would be, you know, we're at a place in our life right now that we can either choose to come from fear or love. And let's just come from love because love is all there is. And if people can embrace love and be love, then that will change the entire planet. That's a lovely way to leave. (laughs) That's my final answer, Dominic. (laughs) Thank you, Ashley. It's been an absolute (laughs) joy and pleasure, as always, to have you here on Twisted and Misunderstood. Thank you so much. I loved it. This is Dominic J. Zenden for The Twisted and Misunderstood.
get us on your podcast provider. Today's show with Ashley Goner, and you can find Ashley at ashleygonner.com or go and listen to her podcast, Uncover Your Magic. If you want to get in touch with me, Dominic J. Zenden, then email me at auraprofiling at gmail.com or you can come on my website, which is mindsight.org. The show's music is produced and sung by Mel West Matt Waters. You can get in touch with Mel at her SoundCloud page, which is Mel West Matt Waters at soundcloud.com. She, you know, she's an amazing lady. If you want jingles or singing lessons or you want a band producing, just come and talk to Mel. She's got so much musical experience. This has been... Dominic J. Zenden for Twisted and Misunderstood.